to a Hope 103.2 podcast. Over the course of this month, I'm basing our reflections on the brilliant wisdom found in the small but powerful New Testament book called The Letter of James. It's a letter written by Jesus' own brother, James. We're in the middle of chapter 5. If you have a Bible handy, excellent. If not, just let me read these striking words. James 5, verse 7. Be patient then, brothers, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, and how patient he is for the autumn and spring rains. You too, be patient and stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. These paragraphs clearly arise from what James has just said about the fate of the world's oppressors. If you didn't hear the reflection last night, we looked at the powerful words of James chapter 5 verses 1 to 6, where James, the brother of Jesus, warns rich oppressors that God's judgment is going to fall on them. God sees all the injustice of the world and he will one day bring his justice to bear on every act of tyranny, evil and oppression. Now, though, James turns from the oppressors to the oppressed. Oppressed believers, says James, are to wait for God's day of justice as a farmer waits for the changing seasons. In particular, they're to wait for the Lord's coming, James says. The word used here, translated as coming, is the Greek word parousia, which often referred to a grand appearance of an emperor in one of his conquered cities. The idea here is that when Jesus appears, everyone will know that he is the true emperor and judge of the world. Knowing this, believers are to stand firm in the ways of Christ, says James. Part of this will mean refusing to grumble. The word literally means groan against each other. This is probably a reference back to the serious quarrels over money which James discussed back in the beginning of chapter 4. But James's main point here is not to admonish us with a threat of judgment. He wants to encourage us with the promise of deliverance. The Old Testament prophets are held up by James as good examples of faithful endurance in the face of mistreatment by the powerful. Job gets special mention here too. His story, of course, is one of endurance and vindication. It provides a model of what it means to look forward to what the Lord will finally bring about. In Job's case, God restored his health and wealth. In the case of believers, the Lord will do much, much more. The basis of our hope is God's character. This is why James concludes this section with the words, The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. This isn't so much a reference to God saving sinners, as true as that is. It's a reference to the way in which God's overthrow of oppressors and the vindication of the oppressed will display his deep compassion for those who suffer. James has previously in this letter urged his readers to try and alleviate the suffering of the poor. He commands them to assist the downtrodden. You can see that in chapter 127, 
chapter 2.13, and of course chapter 2.14-17. But here, he reminds us that we can't expect to see justice fully realised until Jesus returns, and the Bible's grand vision of renewal to all things is brought to fulfilment. Christian living, then, involves not just activism, but patience, waiting for the Lord to make all things right. It's because of this that we're to look forward to Jesus' return. The judge is at the door, says James, but we also call out to him to come through the door and into the world of injustice. With the first Christians, we cry the words, Maranatha, come, O Lord. That's a little saying from 1 Corinthians 16, 22. It's worth asking at this point, how seriously we take the return of Jesus? How differently do we live in the light of the thought of him coming back this year, this week? With the promise of his return in our ears, we should be able to tread a little more lightly in this world and a little more lovingly. Faced with injustice, we can be patient. Faced with the reality of the coming judge, we can be vigilant in faithfully serving others. Now, Ross Piper worked in various capacities for World Vision, including as country director in Serbia and Montenegro in the aftermath of the war in the Balkans. He continues to be a board member for a micro-credit bank in Serbia and Montenegro. We asked him to reflect on his experience as a humanitarian in light of the promise of Christ's return. And here's what he said, let me quote. For my wife Sarah and I, travelling to the Balkans and working with displaced communities was such a wake-up call. We had both been Christians for many years, but had lived in Australia in relative affluence and comfort. We always had a sense of the concept of God's justice and restoration when Christ returns, but we had never stared that in the face in terms of seeing people whose lives were so torn apart. We saw great spiritual poverty, the total disintegration of communities due to the ethnic conflict. So people who'd been neighbours, friends, work colleagues, acquaintances had become enemies and had fought in a bloody war. People had lost their homes, lost everything. In many cases, they had lost family members to the war. It really challenged us to think, where is justice? What is restitution in this situation? The scale of pain and injustice in that part of the world is overwhelming. The void is so deep you will never make full restitution in that type of conflict. It really helped us to understand that true justice is only going to be found in Christ's return. I think there is a call for us Christians to be passionate about justice. But we have to balance that with a theology that recognises there is pain in this world that is part of our human condition. And we need Jesus to come back. Well, these are the words of Ross Piper, an experienced humanitarian and believer in Jesus. Well, James, the brother of Jesus, would certainly approve. Let's pray. Thank you, loving Father, for your pledge of justice when Jesus returns. Teach me to live in the light of this promise, patiently obeying your ways. Maranatha, come, O Lord, and make all things right 
In Jesus' name, Amen. Hope 103.2 Thanks for listening.